Brendan Foe Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Bitch. Whoa. Bitch. Starting off with the D6 of damage. Welcome back to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. We play Bunkers and Badasses inspired by the Borderlands video games. We start off with frivolous facts. So facts that don't usually matter too much, but sometimes they do. Uh, I'm Matt. I play Good Boy. And a frivolous fact about him is that he once bought a zoo. Wow, real Matt Damon, huh? <laughs> was that Matt Damon? Yeah, he does the movie We Bought a Zoo. Does he? I was thinking it was Kevin James for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard at that. <laughs> I am too like a Kevin James uh, re remake. You, how can you mix that dude with Matt Damon? I don't know. <laughs> did you have to look up who Kevin James was? I did. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was working at a movie theater when that movie came out, and I think there was a Kevin James movie that came out at the same time. That'll do it. They'll cross those wires. What kind of animals? All the ones that are on this planet that we're on. Fake made-up ones like reindeer. <laughs> I also imagine just people like other psychos dressed up as psychos and bandits dressed up as animals. Yeah. (gasps) Bandit furries. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Or that it was like you had different types of people in this on display in the zoo. And then you would go and you would get animals and walk them through the zoo. Yeah, it's like a reverse zoo. Hello, I'm Phil. I play Tarquin. My frivolous fact is that when Tarquin was little, definitely not still now, he had a teddy bear called Cubbins. Oh, cute. Real basic teddy bear or anything special? Was there any, like, special embroidery on it? No, just just your bog standard basic teddy bear. He had a little jumper on with a C on it for Cubbins. That's adorable. I know. Does Phil have a <laughs> teddy bear named Cubbins? No, Phil, Phil does not. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say Tarquin's favorite movie was the Kevin James hit Paul Blart Mall Cop, but... <laughs> <laughs> Which I just Wikipedia'd. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the Matt Damon hit Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh, yeah, my mistake. Oh, my God. Imagine <laughs> Sorry, I was, Matt Damon. I was thinking of Kevin James in The Bourne Identity. <laughs> How did I know how to do that? (laughs) Where did I get these six dance moves? I know that I can go six hours before I need an ice cream cone. How do I know that? We're off to a great start. Oh man, how am I going to top all that? I'm Kyle and I play Mercurius and I hate elves. Whoa! Can I say that? Is that too spicy? Spicy! No, that's good. It totally, it kind of makes sense. Is it because they don't generally get along with dwarves? That's exactly it. That's number one, oh. number one reason right there. Okay. And you yeah. love, you love a good dwarf. Love dwarves, man. They're the best. I don't think in, we've had any elves in the podcast. Yet. I was going to say, in Not this yet. world, are elves and dwarves real or are, for us, are they fictional? No, no, they're real. Okay. I'm going to say that Mercurius pretty... didn't think they were real, just like the reindeer thing, but then he saw one and he was like, is this a prank, bro? What's, what is this? <laughs> You're tall, beautiful, and have pointy ears. And I don't like it. 
I was thinking Santa's elves. I don't know where <laughs> mine was. My mind was going. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. You know. Either way, both both of them. I was thinking Keebler elves. So. <laughs> oh yeah, Keebler elves are the only real ones. So yep. they get a pass oh. because they're short. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like shorter <laughs> than dwarves. They're like teeny tiny. Also, not that trees. attractive. No. What terrible. product? What product is that? Speak for yourself. <laughs> Keebler. They make crumpets. Oh. Not crumpets. Cookies. Cookies. I don't know what you call them over there. Biscuits. Biscuits. Yeah. And gravy. No, I'm thinking like, <laughs> no. like cookies and gravy. Oh my God. When Phil comes over, <laughs> I'm totally doing like Chips Ahoy cookies and Oreos and then pouring gravy on it for you. Oh, brown oh, do gravy. Not. Do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kimberly. I play Phaleon. And a frivolous fact about Phaleon is her life goal is to befriend Sasquatch. Wait, are they real? <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> Kimmy's talking both in game and out of game. She's like, they're real in real life. That's right. <laughs> they are exactly as they are in the game. As, as the real world. They are, you know, supposedly real or not. Depends on who you ask. I love that. That's a cute fact. Another cute one from Kimmy. <laughs> let's go with... Oh, let's go with that I am Riley and I am the Bunker Master. So I control everybody and everything. I'm all powerful. And that's my frivolous fact. My frivolous fact is that skags are terrified of cats. Cats are very normal, like cats we have in this world. And skags are big, giant, monstrous dogs with armor, but they are just terrified of cats. It's like the video of the the cat that scares off the bear. You guys seen that? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Do you guys have bears? Bear has bears. Yeah, there's bears. I mean, not like close, close to us. But if we went up in the mountains, right? Yeah, we don't have city bears. <laughs> you don't have city bears. <laughs> Unless the circus comes around. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like they're a little more common, like uh, like if we went up north. I don't think I've ever seen a bear, not that I'm complaining, because I'm actually kind of terrified of bears. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have them in like Cottonwood Canyon and stuff, right? I don't think they're in the Cottonwood Canyons. If you go down south, like Provo? Down there. I mean, not, not in Provo, but... Yeah, bears live in Provo. They're notorious for being Mormons and going to BYU and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> look, there are actually bears in Conwood Canyon. I like how you had to look that up to prove that you were right. Well, no, I was just curious because I've never <laughs> seen them. I mean, either. Like, I've seen cougars and stuff. Oh. You definitely, you definitely hear about cougars in, in Cottonwood Canyons. Like an actual cougar or a sexy older lady. <laughs> both, uh, both, both of them. <laughs> previously on Friend of... Actually, well, well, before we do the previously, sort of previously on Friend of Adventure, you guys came back to Geohold and you had like a whole three weeks and we're joining in on the fourth week. During those three weeks, you definitely had time to shop. You go to Amir's Armaments and or Randy's place for potions. You could buy things. And I sent you guys the shopping list. Majority of these are items that people like listeners sent in. I guess not majority. Uh, it's like half and half, probably. Items I came up with. 
items that listeners sent in. And you can send us items by joining our Discord. And there's a secret channel where you can contribute things that the they don't see. We also have things like the deaths and just other opportunities, naming NPCs. I'm going to start doing that. Uh, but you can also just like message me on social media and I'm sure I'll, I'll add, add it to the list. So uh, do we want to go through? Did anyone buy anything? I would like to purchase a potion. So potions and grenades, you buy by the piece per one. Uh, and grenades, I'm doing different where you're not going to be buying the grenade as a grenade mod. You actually buy it as an item that you just use that and you spend it and get rid of it. Or you could buy multiple. You could buy up to three of them or three different ones and use them. They just count as items instead of replacing your grenade mod. So let's let's go. Yeah, what do you want? Which potion? Let's go. I want I want a lion potion of light. Perfect. Do you want just one? Yeah, I have I have um one potion slot left here. Oh, okay. But I also have that three stack of Hey Kitty Wine occupying one spot. Yeah, so if you want to buy multiple of this one, I'll just let it count as one slot. Okay. Um I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I can grab two of them. They're pretty cheap. They're on sale. 50 a potion. Yeah. Not too pricey. So yeah, I would like to purchase two of those from Hamsome Cheese at Hamsome Cheese. Bing! We'll send you your 100 gold Hamsome Cheese. This was made by Andre at Hamsome Cheese on Twitter. And it's a potion you drink to instantly recharge 3d8 plus your damage mod to shields. And then there's a red text on this potion that says, fight another day. And when you look at it, it's in this glass bottle. It's a blue potion with shiny little red flakes in it. And the red text, you'll find out what it does when you use it. Maybe. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Maybe. This was originally a shield that they had made. And then I modified it into a potion because I was like, these guys are are probably never going to buy like shields and guns from the shop. So if you're going to make us something or want to suggest an item, probably a grenade or a potion or some sort of special item is going to be best. All right. Do you want to buy anything else? No, that was the only thing I really had my eye on. Phaleon, do you want to buy anything? Yes, I want to buy the mouthy potion. Randy hands you this bottle. It's a pink potion with some teeth in it. It cost $150. I made this potion. It was inspired because Phil had asked for an item for one of his games. And I was like, yeah, I'll do. This is a fun idea. And so what it is, is that you pour it on an inanimate object and it gives it a mouth and sentience for five minutes. It can tell you what has happened around it. So you can like, you get to question inanimate objects. Cool. Anything else you want to buy? Nope, I'm good. Thank you. Randy, thanks you for your business. Tarquin, you want to buy anything? Yeah, can I get the task box, please? Task box is 300 gold, buying it from Amir. And this is from a Facebook follower, Colin. So thank you so much, Colin. Once a day, you can summon a being dedicated to completing a task you give it. It'll stick around until the task is done or it's dead. And it looks like just a standard cube, maybe a little bit bigger than your hand with a button on top of it. Cool. Thank you. And it's not on the list, but it, can I just buy like a bog standard like health potion? Yes. There are some other things that are just always available. Like your mom. Exactly. <laughs> Burn. Okay, so can I get a rare health potion as well then, please? Yes. You go to Randy, order it. There you go, bub. 
That's me done shopping. Thank you. I think I might buy a shield. What rarity? I think I might try an epic one. Okay. By the way, everybody gets plus 100 gold for completing their quests last week. So you three went out and negotiated on behalf of Randy and came back and they paid you 100 gold for doing that. And then Balion, you rested and recovered. And so you got your 100 gold for that. Is that where you were about to ask, Matt? Yes, it is. Okay. So actually, I think I might try and do a legendary one. Whoa! Okay. Legendary shield. Cool. Okay, we're going to roll for him. I made a bunch of custom shields. So yeah, we're going to roll on that chart. And then we'll cut in after the rolling is done and say what Matt got. I feel like there needs to be a jingle or something that plays before this. (laughs) Legendary shields roll. Loot, roll, table, stuff. (laughs) Nailed it. All right, so Matt rolled for a legendary shield, which I kind of have a custom way of making shields with a bunch of different options. So this isn't, this is a homebrew thing. You got an insulting Furior shock restoration shield. The shield's capacity is 32. Your shield recharge, he rolled max on that. So he got 2d8s, so 16. So 32 max capacity, 16 recharge. And the insulting part is the prefix. And what that does is on shield recharge, you're going to taunt nearby enemies until the end of the next round. Okay. And then you got the red text that says, stop talking. I will win. It's what heroes do. And you'll find out what that does when the thing that happens happens for it. If you want to make a note on shield break dot dot dot, And then when your shield breaks, that'll help me remember that you have something that happens when that happens. Oh, also, since it's shock, you're going to take half damage from shock damage, which means you're just taking regular damage from shock. And since it's restoration, that means that when your shield recharges, you gain 1d4 health. So there is a lot to this legendary shield. Dang, yeah. It's about time. I think I've had the same shield since like the first boss. Yeah. The folks that tied me up, broke my ankle and kidnapped me returned from Ever Falls. They took Phaleon to the hospital because some magic bullet was making it so that she couldn't heal right. And so the doctors had to work on her. Doctors overrated. While Phaleon was healing up in the hospital, the rest of the gang went out to Ever Falls to look for their friends. They received traumas after escaping from the Salamanca's headquarters. After that, they went to different water plants at the frozen lakes to negotiate deals. The next week, Randy gathered them all at Randy's place in Saloon and Phaleon came up with a plan to take over Crystal Glaze from Montpellier Technomancy, which is run by an old friend of Tarquin's. And that's where I come in. Turtzler Polly Key. And that's where we left off. So here you are. You're at Randy's place in Saloon Dion. Polly has just revealed herself. When you say reveals herself. Like turns around. (laughs) Turns around in a chair. You didn't notice this lady with purple hair that you had kidnapped, broke her ankle, uh, ruined her wedding. She doesn't know the ruined wedding part, thankfully. All that stuff. Hey, gang. 
How you doing? Hey, you. Oh, don't tell me you don't recognize good old Polly. Polly Key, eh? Don's daughter, you killed my dad, remember? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's been a while since I've seen you standing up. Huh, okay. Yeah, still a dick. Afraid so. Britstone can't change its spots, baby. <laughs> That's so weird, because I swear that Nettie said that she was going to change you. I said the same thing. You can't change uh, sexist bastard spots. And she was like, you you just wait. I'm going to do it. I guess I win that bet. <laughs> can't teach a sexist bastard new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> that must be the Britstone tagline. <laughs> I'll look at, I'll translate it into Latin just to make it like proper cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bastardus novus artis docere non potes. Wow, what a majestic sounding creed. I'm going to design the stained glass window right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you're wondering how did I become a turdsler? Yo, you're a turdsler now? I'm a turdsler. Yeah, I serve Geohold now. Isn't that crazy? Well, congratulations. I just assumed you bought your way into it with all your father's money. I didn't, actually. Oh. You bought it with your money. Bought it with my money, which I inherited from my father. But it was Ah. no longer his as he is dead. How admirable of you. Well done. Sarcastic round of applause. No, Turtzler's... We're about serving the people. So I'm here on behalf of the people. That's how I ran. I said, my dad, he was a scumbag. He made this city dirtier. And now he's dead. And I want to repent of his sins. I want to clean up the city. I want to serve you people. And it's true. And so I'm willing to let it go. I let it go. You all have been here back for like a month. Randy and I talked about it. We talked things through. They kept me in their basement. We're cool. We worked out a good little little arrangement. They sponsored my running, my campaign, everything. So I don't hold any grudge against you. I know it was more about my dirty dad. Okay, so Randy locks her up in the basement and she's like, everything's cool. But when we do it... (laughs) Double standards. That's like one rule for one and another rule for another. You both were in on it. So I'm forgiving all of you. Oh, okay, okay. My mistake. I misunderstood. Forget I said anything. Statement retracted. I thank you. Randy didn't tell you. I asked them not to tell you that you were going to these water plants to negotiate on behalf of Geohold, really. The whole city. I didn't want to overplay our hand there. But I love this takeover idea. I'm especially fond of doing Montpellier Technomancy because they're from New Albion. They're not Alaspians. Come on. The other two, yeah, one's run by a crime organization, one's run by bandits, but they're Alaspians. New Albion thinks they can just come up here? Montpellier? Come on. Get out of here. So I love this idea. Great. You're going to go take over. We'll help station it. We'll man it. Get employees. Get water. And you all can have water for free as your part of it. Nice. Sounds like a plan. And then here walks up Matthias. Hey, guys, I hear we got a big mission. Sorry, who are you? Oh, yeah, I haven't met you guys, but Phaleon, we've met. Hey, Phaleon, you you can vouch for me, right, buddies? We're not friends. He's not our friend. 
we share a room. So I, I heard your guys' whole conversation. Whoa. Real confusing. Yeah. Not like not like we share a room together, but we share a room. We share a door pretty much. It's so confusing. Listen to last episode, okay? <laughs> but yeah, I'm here. My team. I'm going to brief them later. And uh, you guys are going to tell us what to do. The other two groups of vault hunters, they're uh, they're not able to join us, but we're going to take down Montpellier's operation. Right? Right? Dick. Yeah. All right. More the merrier. More, uh, more bullets. More shots on target, right? I don't trust it. Mm. Sounds suspicious. Matthias just looks at it and goes, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> the hell you say? Randy says, okay, great. You really don't have a problem, Tarquin, taking over this. It's you old schoolmate, all that, chum. Nah, he's, he's broken our old schoolmate promises. He deserves it. I'm doing him a favor. This is what he really wants. All right. If that, as long as you're good with it, this is quite the operation. This is definitely the hardest of the three to take over. It sounds like they had very legit organization going, like they had mages working for them which you're going to have to probably fight some of them. I mean, they're a whole foreign company working here. The Salamancas, yeah, they've got an okay business, a bunch of people with guns, but you're work- you're going up against mages, so you sure you want to do this one? Yeah, but you're forgetting New Albions. We're not just brainless gangsters. We're respectable. We drink tea. We queue for things. Plus, Bastion still thinks that we're friends. That's totally an in. Don't worry about it. Okay, all right. Do you want to scout out the place? Just check for numbers, see how many people are at each building, see what building is what building. Get a tour. Do you want to get a tour from your buddy? How do you want to do this? I didn't give like a full description like this last time because obviously I totally knew that you were going to be, you know, breaking into it. But roll in, actually, Tarquin, roll a insight. That is a 19. Editor Riley here. I'm going to summarize this info that Tarquin knows for all of you listeners. That way you don't have to listen to me ramble about it. Montpellier Technomancy is a company based in New Albion. Its CEO is Lucas Montpellier. His son is Bastian Montpellier. Crystal Glaze appears to be a subsidiary of Montpellier Technomancy. New Albion is more technologically focused than magic. Think steampunk. But what Montpellier Technomancy does is uses technology and integrates magic into it. As far as the Crystal Glaze facility, which we'll probably mostly refer to as the Montpellier facility from now on, this is what Tarquin recalls. It's located on a frozen lake, duh. Giant drills work on the outer edges. There's five buildings arranged like five pips on a classic D6. The center building is where Tarquin met Bastion. There's not a lot to that building, a foyer, an executive lounge, and his office. Starting at the southwest building, these large pipes go clockwise from building to building until it reaches the southeastern building, which has these large storage silos adjacent to it. He recalls seeing some mages using fire to heat the drills when they first start drilling into the ice, and then they leave the drill and go into the southwest building. Now back to the gang. And that's what you know with a 19 insight. <laughs> well, you sure know a lot of stuff. Well, he's, he's my old buddy from school, and I know the family well. I know how they work. I know how they operate. 
That old using magicians to heat up drills. Pfft, that old chestnut. I've seen it like a hundred times before. Polly chimes in and says, you all have to run this because Geoholds can't officially be the ones attacking because if that gets back to, let's say, Lucas or people in New Albion, then they're going to take that as an act of war and they'll come after us. But then if you all have it and then we end up working out a trade, that's just business. So they can't know that we're involved. Well, I guess we have a choice. We can either go in just guns blazing and just take it by force or we could use our in, right? Because we made a business deal with Bastion, right? So we can go there and make some bullshit up and say, oh yeah, we need to inspect the facilities before we sign on the dotted line. Oh, I don't know, some bullshit like that. Or, ooh, we send stupid Matthias and his team of losers to do like the scouting out on some like disposable job where they might get maimed and killed. And then we swoop in at the last minute to rescue the facility from these horrible attackers. Meanwhile, at the same time, doing some backstabbery and taking the place for ourselves. And then we kill two birds with one stone because we get rid of Matthias's team and we get the water facility. Matthias turns to you and says, that is diabolical. So you want to use us as bait <laughs> We have brute eucoids. We'll respond. It's not like we're going to die. Wait, I just I just look at him like he's utter trash and be like, oh, are you, were you still here? I thought you walked <laughs> off. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> oh, I've heard that you are quite the charmer. From who? How have you heard this? Amir. Amir was saying it. Wow. Thanks just for Just you all work here, doesn't it? <laughs> Everybody says that, dude. <laughs> Everyone talks about it. It's something about that new Albion accent. Makes him sound smarter and charminger than he is. <laughs> We're happy to go, and that's a great plan. We could say, you know, if we in get interrogated or something, if they're trying to press us for information, we say that we work for some other company. We work for Furior or whoever. And then they think, you know, oh, that's not great. And then some other vault hunters get hired to go rescue these Furior operatives and you end up just taking the place because you're, you know, while you're there. That's a great plan. I love that plan. I don't love dying. I, you know, I don't love getting traumas, but I'm willing to do it for the team. Mm. That's exactly the kind of dedication we look for here at Friend and Foe Adventure Co. Well done, Matthias. That was a test, you see. I was just testing whether you were like one of the team and you've proved that you are. Good lad, man. Thanks. I mean, technically, I've been a member sort of longer in a way because you all were gone for a couple weeks. And so I, I got recruited. I've been here for like a month actually working for them. Uh, I don't remember reading about you or hearing it's about fine. you on the Echo News like things. Well, of course, you all were in fire and electricity. I had the wizard's wand, mate. What have you ever had? That was pre- Friend and Foe Adventure Co. Come on, what have you done for Friend and Foe Adventure Co? You've done a lot for Friend and Foe Adventure Co. You guys got fire and electricity. You went and you... Oh, right. Firehaven. That was a great success on your guys' part. Oh, so, oh no. That was the one that everyone died. I'm so sorry. Thanks. I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, There was this whole train. Oh, wait, no. Um... Oh, the train. <laughs> of course. How could I forget that? Wow. Yeah, I mean, you all, your track record speaks for itself. 
Oh, was that a pun, Matthias? Did you just make a pun? Did you make a joke about the train crash? You piece of shit. Track record. So anyways, we might end up having to save ourselves, it kind of sounds like, if you all are doing the saving, but we are up to that task. I hate you. (laughs) Whoa, Rumi. I can't. (sighs) Heartbroken. Heartbroken. It'll be fine. I thought we had something. Okay, don't you have like some prep work to do with your own team? Yeah, uh, we'll go scout it out and report and we'll try. I'll try and report what we find before we get taken and then we'll be sure to get caught, you know, and and then you guys get in there. Be safe. Bye. Is he gone? Yeah, has he gone? He stands there awkwardly for a second and then walks away. (laughs) Okay, I get out my task box and I push the button. You push this button, this blue light emits from it, constructs in front of you before it's even finished constructing you here. Hello, master, how may I serve you? And it's a claptrap unit, a blue claptrap <laughs> unit. Hello, um, do, do you always look like that? Yes. Oh, well, that's going to be a problem, whatever. Um, that guy that just left, Matthias and his team, I task you with stealing all of their brew coins, thank you. Wow, okay. <laughs> Can I kill them and just... No, like, you need to, like, pickpocket them or replace them with, I don't know, like, cardboard cutouts. Whatever, so they think they're invincible and they get killed and they don't come back. Comprende? Comprende. Are you saying this secretively so that Randy doesn't hear you and... Yes, yes, I am. Did you do this off to the side? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I need to... <laughs> come with me, my blue friend. <laughs> Friend? Oh, I've looked at myself more as a servant to an almighty master, but friend? Wow, I'll do anything for you, which I would have done anyway. Never had a friend like you, so let's. Oh, because I'm (laughs) blue! Yes. Like a genie. Absolutely. Let's go with that. I never had a friend, never had a friend. (laughs) Yeah, we're starting to get that impression. So, do you want to just go? Go do the task that I've set you. I'm going to roll to do tasks. So first, he's got to make some counterfeit ones. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. That's a nat 20? Yes! <laughs> Let's go! Before he even leaves, he's chipped off some of his metal, painted it, shined it, crafted it to look exactly like your guys's metal coins, which have a picture of a mirror on it. Yeah, these brew you could like literally if they rolled a nat 20, they would not be able to tell that these are fake. No one could tell that these are fake. Good boy. Not not you, good boy. Good, good robot. Before he leaves, he says, do you want me to enchant them so that they will also brew you them? No. Oh, you want them to die, die? Yes. Okay, perfect. I, whew, I was about to do it. Because, you know, if I was going to make a replica of forgery, then it would do the exact same thing, but it wouldn't be the real thing. What would be the point of swapping them over then? Like, I know you have infinite, like, task powers, but you're not very bright, are you? No, I am not. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm a claptrap unit. I was programmed to do, not think. All right, now I'm going to go switch these out. So first the claptrap goes, follows Matthias, bumps into Matthias pretty hard while holding one of the coins. And Matthias turns around and he says, oh, hey, little buddy. Hi, I was just coming to give you this coin. It's a new brew you coin. Uh, but I already have a brew you coin. Yes, but that one is faulty. 
your boss, insert name here, wanted me to replace it. Oh, shoot. I rolled a 15. Oh, I'm so glad that he's looking out for me. And he hands him his old brew you coin and then grabs the new brew you coin. He echoes to his teammates, hey, come out of your rooms and get upstairs. We're going to have a meeting and talk about where we're going to go do our next mission. Um, and so then one by one, they're coming out. Jorgen comes out of Good Boy's room, that same door. The Claptrap does the exact same thing. It doesn't even try to bump into this one, just goes up and holds up the coin. Hey, I have this new brew you coin that boss person gave me to switch out with your old one. It's worn out. Boss person? You don't even know boss person's name? Come on, I rolled a six. <sighs> I, I think I'm good. Thanks. I'm not buying what you're selling. Get out of here, you filthy claptrap. Goes upstairs. And then a few seconds later, Cherry Bomb comes out of Mercurius's room. She's got red and pink hair, spiky, real badass looking. Jorgen looks a little bit like a slob. Cherry Bomb comes out. The claptrap is behind her, and he just wheels up very slyly, slides the coin out of her back pocket that he could see, and then slips in the new one. And that was the nat 20. So she doesn't even have an idea. Then the next person comes out. It's Reba. Reba's got shoulder length brown hair, kind of muscular, also a gut. It's like, a, oh, what's his name? Michael Chiklis, where it's like you can't tell if he's like really ripped or like out of shape. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the, the really old school strongmen. Exactly. <laughs> so she's she's got that build going on. He tries to do the switcheroo and she catches him and is like, what are you doing? Oh, I was just trying to switch your coin. The hell you were. And she pulls out her pistol and shoots him and he dies, disintegrates into blue light, and she goes upstairs. Wow, she's mean. He rolled a five there. So there you go. They have their team meeting. They fast travel off in that direction and start heading to Montpellier Technomancy's water station. Do we trust that they're going to do what we ask them to do? I mean, they're being paid to do it. Okay. Speaking of which, while that's going on, you hear Randy and Polly talking. Let's talk business here. So if we're going to be taking this over, your guys are doing the brunt of the work. I definitely know that. So free water for you guys. We'll do 80% off for your water for here, for Randy's place. And then, of course, you'll get kickback from other water sales. That sounds okay, but why would we even have to pay... 80% on the water that we get. If you're getting, if we're getting kickback from others, why don't we just make that come out of somewhere? You just give us the free water for the whole Saloon Dion, and then we get the a smaller kickback. But it's still a, a decent kickback because we're putting in all of the work, really. I mean, you're just going to be doing the work after the work happens. Manufacturing, we got to man all those. We got to get mages and wizards and fire all this stuff no that's a lot of work <sighs> really you guys got the easy part that's like a day a two-day job maybe tops it's going to take you one day to do mine's an ongoing operation so you guys can have a 10 percent kickback that sounds fair but still we're not paying for saloon dion right yep saloon dion you get your water 
these chumps, they get their water for free. And then Friend Info Adventure Co., they get 10% kickback on all future water sales from whatever we decide to name the company. Great. Sounds good. Man, there is so much just me talking here and having discussions between two NPCs. (laughs) Randy turns to you and says, We heard that Princess Consuela has been missing. She went up on the train. You guys were with her for a little while. Do you know what happened to her? Actually, legit, no. Is she hanging out with the business business child? Business child and his dad? Question mark? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. So we have sent people out there to go look for her because obviously we care about this child who was working for us. You guys saved from Firehaven. Okay. Wait. When was the last time we actually saw her? She was okay because she was like, they they were like, well, we're not like going to make her work anymore. What the hell was no, that? No, she was in the frosty flagon with us. Remember she hid, she ran away and hid behind the tables. And then when yes. Phaleon touched the gem, we got blasted back into Phaleon's past. So the last time we saw her was the frosty flagon, right? We haven't seen her since we got out of all of that. Is that true? Is that right? I think so. Wow, she could be fucking anywhere there. Did we not see her when Lucinda and Mer- uh, Mercurius? That's me. I'm dumb. <laughs> Demos. <laughs> you remember uh, Sailor Twift? Wasn't she there? Wasn't Princess Consuela around there? No, she wasn't, was she? I thought that was just us. No, she wasn't. Four. It was just us. Never mind. I'm misremembering. I want to say, like, I remember her being, I remember her being, like, happy because she was like, now I don't have to work anymore. This is better than working. I'm a child. I shouldn't be working. <laughs> Maybe, where do children go? Has anyone checked the school? Has anyone checked? Is, is she just down the park? <laughs> Randy chimes in and says, no, Princess Consuela was really loving it here. I was teaching her how to charm people, how to run some operations. She was actually like really enthusiastic about learning things. And Amir was teaching her how to shoot, fix guns and fix shields and all sorts of things. She was thirsty to get out and adventure and be an adventurer like you guys. Wait, how old is she? Shit, I know we said. And I literally listened to the episode the other day and I said like, I don't know, like seven, eight, ten, but not nine. So she's seven, eight, ten, or but not nine. I can't remember what I said in the very first episode where she was introduced, though. So, but she's she's young. They grow up so fast. Does she know how to fast travel? Does she have a brew you coin? We didn't give her a brew you coin. We didn't give her a echo stone. In hindsight, you know, like you just don't give kids echo stones. They're just gonna play games on them all day. Well, yeah, and you like, I mean, the Echo Net is a dangerous place for a kid. You really got to monitor their behavior on social media platforms and like Discord. And yeah, you know, you know how it is. Like we were going to get them, you know, a, a bubble stone, which is the ones made for kids. But it's just, you know, I didn't know what color she would have liked because they come in those very vibrant colors that are obviously for kids and they're very limited. And we thought, you know, like maybe if we can trust her to make weapons and take care of herself, then if she runs into any trouble on an Echo Stone, a full Echo Stone, because, you know, we don't want to give her a limited one, then then she'll be able to handle herself. So that's what we were waiting for. Okay. All right. Don't judge. You guys lost her. Where the fuck is she? I, I don't think we lost her. I think you lost okay, her. Okay, look, she did. It's not like we held her prisoner here. She was working for us. She has time off. She went and she snuck on that train because, you know, you guys were getting on that train. Guys, guys, listen, we, you know, you could argue that it's our fault. We could argue that it's Randy and Amir's fault. 
we're missing the point here. She snuck on that train. It's her fault. I blame her parents. I blame her... Her, um... Yeah. <laughs> What's that face for? We don't know. If, <laughs> did her parents die in fires, Haven? We don't know that. Did you, you can't blame her parents for dying. I blame the mirror. Yeah, you know what? Seems like a skill issue, to be honest. How did she get on the train without a ticket? I blame the ticket man. Okay. Poor person. Woman, Sounds like a lot of blame. To, okay. I'll actually take responsibility for that because I was teaching her how to sneak and I am fucking hell. I am I'm fucking hell's proud. I am <laughs> I am proud as hell that she was able to sneak on wow. to that Elaspis train, that the Elaspis Express train. So, good job. When did Randy become so street? <laughs> <laughs> you don't run a bar without being street. Come on. Also, I did street magic for a long time. So anyways, it doesn't matter whose fault it was. Let's not put blame around. Last she was with you guys in that town. People were evacuating and leaving and the whole lake was drying up. So when we got people out there, they didn't get much information. Matthias's team, you know, as cocky as he is, not the best team. Ha! Knew it. Right, can you, what do you, who brought Princess Kitsweather up? What are you trying to say? Do you want us to find her? Like, what, what is this? Yeah, w- while they're going and investigating, would you go and go back to Everfalls and, which really needs to be renamed Everfalls? How about Neverfalls? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Randy. Hell yeah. Thanks. So if you could go back there and just ask around, it sounds like people are sort of starting to come back now that the fire and electricity are gone. Can it wait till tomorrow? Because like tomorrow I can just push my box and have my little claptrap do it. And like we can just we can spend the rest of the afternoon like in the bar and then little task man can go find her tomorrow. No, this is no a child. Problems. This is a child you're talking about. You go and find them. Um, we were missing for like four months, apparently. One more day is not going to hurt her. Yeah, and no one came and found us. We're also not children. <laughs> uh, we were. We were for a little bit, actually. We're curious. We oh, were yeah, children. To be fair, we were children. Nobody came looking for us. That's <laughs> fucked up, man. I'm hurt. We didn't know you were children at that time. <laughs> I'm trauma. I'm trauma. Trauma happened to me now. <laughs> Traumatized. That's the word. I'm traumatized. Okay, wait, guys. I've something I've a real genuine concern. Is Matt still here? Yeah, I'm still here. There he is. This whole conversation's happening. What is Good Boy doing? Is he just like <laughs> just standing in the corner? Facing the corner. Okay, I suppose we could go today if it's that important. Thank you. It's not like it even takes you that long to get there. Plus, you're gonna wanna start heading toward Montepillier anyways. Go there. By the time you find some information, I'm sure that it'll be time to go head up there and mount your rescue. Wait, what if Matthias takes it over and he gets all the money? Now he's not going to be good enough to like overthrow that whole facility, is he? <sighs> That's true. Seems like a dud. Absolutely. I mean, they come through. They haven't fucked up as bad as you guys, but they also haven't had quite the accomplishments you guys have had either. Okay, but if you think that of us, why are you having us find a child? I just figured you guys cared about her. You were the ones that rescued her. She called you Papa Tarquin. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm... Doesn't that just tug at your little heartstrings? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys are going to go? Well, where are we supposed to look? You just ask around. Ask around the town. Okay. 
Like if somebody had like a town search check bonus or something, that might be a good place to start. It would be handy. How do I know if I have that? Yeah, are you saying that because one of us does? I'm saying that because one of you does. <laughs> yeah, one of us does. A ta- like that's so specific. Yeah, I mean that's how those bonuses work. Yeah. Where where would I find that? Cool. Town search check <laughs> plus five. Who is it? Who has this mythical I... skill? Yeah, who who could possibly have that? Is it you, Kyle? Is it you? Yeah, yeah it's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because... Hang on. I have the man about town. Phaleon always knows where that one guy called Craig or whoever is, doesn't she? <laughs> Who? <laughs> no, it's the town drunk. <laughs> the town drunk. <laughs> Gary. Gary. Gary, yeah. It's Gary. Gary. Uh. So yeah, Phaleon always knows where Gary is, but Mercurius is actually really good at questioning or looking through... Uh, like kind of uh, ingratiating himself with townsfolk and finding things, finding information that way. He literally used it in episode one, and I think he used it one other time, maybe. Hey, That's like, it. Find, finding Deimos would have been so much easier if you'd remembered that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally thinking about that the whole time. <laughs> they were like literally in the next cafe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you guys fast travel away and then they come out of the bar right there and they're like, man, I thought for sure they'd come back to this bar. <laughs> Damn. I just went in for five minutes to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you guys are going, right? Yeah. Uh, let's talk gold. Obviously, you guys need to get paid for taking over this place. And finding Princess Consuela. No, 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 no. Oh, come on. You got to do that for free. Am I right? We'll we'll do that out of the goodness of our hearts. Uh, well, I don't want to seem like a brat, but also I want to get paid. Well, then I would rather you not seem like a brat. So, you know, don't negotiate. That's Wait, what I'm who saying. who am I negotiating with? Randy. Is it Okay. No, Randy's talking to you right now. Is that right, that guy? How about... 100 if we find her, and 200 if she's alive. Whoa, that is dark, Tarquin. Well, just saying. She's worth more if she's still breathing, right? She can't do much work if she's caught. I suppose you could put a stick in her and use her as a mop. I don't think you're going to get any cleaning done with that. That is not sanitary. That's terrible. Randy looks (laughs) absolutely horrified. Will you roll a talk check? That's a one. It's not a, not, a, like, not an actual one, but it's a two, but I have a minus one. So it's a one. <laughs> Randy just looks at you, shakes their head and says, okay, well, bad. That's just bad. You're a bad person. Kate, just like ignore what he said, but we should get paid for doing work because you just want her to do more work for you guys. I mean, it's like a trade here. Yeah, we don't pay her money for working. But we do train her. We're training and teaching her. You didn't train us. Well, you're not kids. You you got trained somewhere else, I assume. I don't know your backstories. That you trained Matthias. Yeah, I'm sure you trained Matthias. Okay, well, he needs it, okay? Even with our training, he cannot hit a target, all right? Okay, he has stabilizers on his yeah, body. What's his, what's his accuracy mod? Just wondering. That guy is a negative three accuracy mod. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, roll a talk check, Phaleon. Okay, let me see what I add to it. 19. (sighs) But you are right. You're adults. You should get paid. You were saying 100. 100 sounds fair to me. I think it was 200. 
It was a. I'm pretty sure it was a hundred. Just for information. I'm like ninety. I'm like ninety nine percent sure it was two hundred because you want her alive. Roll a talk I mean, chick we again. All, we we all want her alive. Technically, I mean. Not twenty. Jesus. Okay, we all want her alive, and you're right. It's not like you're gonna kill her. How well you search isn't gonna determine whether she's alive or not. Two hundred. I'll give you two hundred a piece, right? Yes, two hundred a piece. Okay. Except for Mercurius, he said he was gonna do it out of the kindness of his heart. <laughs> uh, I did say that. I'll stand by it. So two hundred to the three of you, and then for taking over the location. We'll do 500. Well, and then there's the water benefits as well. Yes, you'll get free water. So that's, I feel like that's a pretty good deal. Maybe we should ask for like a percentage. Yeah, because there'll be less, once Matthias and his team are gone, there'll be more money to split between the three or four of us. And then there's just two other teams that we need to get rid of. I know, but they're not available. They're not part of this. So they're not going to get paid for this, but we'll get rid of them. Yeah. How did assassinating the other teams become our on our quest list? <laughs> Some I mean, things not, just happen, dude. It's just—it's fine. I'm not it. saying we can't do that. I'm just wondering, like, all, all of a sudden, that's like main quest. No, no, right? We haven't met the other teams. They might be quite nice. It's just that Matthias, like, the first vibe that we all got from Matthias oh. was dickhead. Yeah, and okay. he like eavesdropped on our conversation, so he's like not trustworthy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. You done with your huddle? I couldn't hear you. Oh, hey, Randy, get in here. Okay. They come over. They join your huddle. All right. So 500. That's good. And you get free water. 500 each. Yep. 500 each. Sure. You're not willing to do a percentage. Oh, percentage. We could do just even like a small percentage. I'm getting 10%. So it would be from my cut, like 0.1% of my cut. Hmm. I mean, I was thinking of like the total, the total earnings for the the uh, the water that's sold. Oh, so you want to talk to Polly then? Because Polly's the big cheese on that. They're going to be taking. She's going to be taking over the whole thing. How many turtslers are there? There's five. And what what do the turtslers do? Turtslers represent different districts in Geoholt. There's five districts. Geohold, I don't know if this has ever come up, is shipped like a pentagon. It's got That's five sides, right? I said hexagon earlier, but it's a pentagon. I, when I was talking about the dice. Anyways, uh, yeah, so it's shaped like a pentagon, and each of those kind of makes a, you know, a triangle into the middle, towards the middle. But the middle is sort of a neutral ground. How do I become a turd slur? Are you asking Polly? Or Randy? No, is, she, is Polly there? I mean, Polly's like at the bar waiting for you to finish your negotiations. Oh. I, just, I don't know. I'm just thinking. You can ask somebody. No, it's fine. Or roll an insight to see if you just know. It's okay. Do you want to become a turtsler? Well, I want the money. Turtslers aren't actually paid very well. But she's controlling where the money's going, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this is a conversation you're having with Randy. So Randy's like, they're called turtslers so that nobody can take them seriously. It's not a title that you really want, but it's a title. It's more about like what you can do for the people of Geohold once you're in position. So turtslers to keep them humble and they don't get paid really much at all. They can't take kickbacks. They can't do certain things. So 
that money that they're earning goes and gets divided into the city and into improvements and funding different things. Okay. Polly actually doesn't get any of that money. Uh, she decides who does. Well, her and the other Turtslers will vote, but yeah, she has the majority of that power mm. because we operate in her district. Okay. Good to know. Because if we got a percentage, then we could, uh, you know, imagine if we split things up into like episodes for some reason. I don't know why that was the word I chose, but imagine if we did. Okay. Then every, you know, episode, we would get a certain amount of gold from the earnings of the water thing. I mean, I would imagine like if you were putting it like that, maybe it would be like every arc or something. You know, mm-hmm. if, if there was like a story arc going on or something like that, you would get money at the end or start of an arc, you know, something like that. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess that's better than just 500 flat. Well, you have to negotiate it with Polly. No. She hates us. She doesn't hate us. Come on. Look at us. We're lovable. I leave the huddle and walk up to Polly. She looks at you, says, Oh, I remember you. Do you? Yeah, because you're wearing a tie-dye skag t-shirt. It's hard to forget that. Oh, yeah, that's true. The psycho. You don't meet a bunch of psychos that you get to interact with. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember you. All right. So, listen, uh, I was thinking that instead of just, like, a flat fee, we could maybe get, like, a percentage instead. Like, royalties? Oh, like, because you put in the work... And then you want to get, like, residuals. Exactly. Royalties, residuals. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, huh, let me let me think about that. Go ahead and roll your talk check. Oh, boy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We get to be royalty now? We're like water barons? <laughs> uh, that's a nat one. <laughs> she just smiles and says, hey, it's okay. I'm just real proud of you. That will be the royalties. That'll be the residual. I'll be so proud of you. And I bet, you know, maybe your dad would say, like, I'm proud of you. Wouldn't that feel good? That's my counteroffer. Okay. Yeah. Like, maybe you'll earn some respect. Yeah, I guess so. Fine. Fine. Flat fee. Take a flat fee. Perfect. Okay, whatever they're, whatever Randy's paying you. All right, but I want the rights to the toy sales as well. Uh, no way. I am not dumb. Toy sales on water? You imagine the water plushies, water droplets, water... Well, I'm already planning water toys, like this water station, a whole toy set with little miniatures in there that people can move and they have like... You push a button and then the little thing shoots out fire and melts ice cubes that you can put inside the buildings. Oh, come on. Oh, man. Okay. You want toy sales? Come on. (laughs) I was really hoping to get something else out of that. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, guys. I tried. It was a good effort. It wasn't a good effort, Polly yells out. Like your wedding. (laughs) Ouch. It worked out for the best. Good. She shrugs it off. Wow, Polly's like, Polly's like super zen to be able to shrug that one off. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't necessarily want to marry Ben. Come on. I sent him after you guys to kill you. I knew that wouldn't work out. Everybody knows we're super awesome and never fuck anything up. All right, so now are you guys heading out? 
you got your five you'll get 500 gold for that 200 gold for the information on princess consuela i think we're done with the business part of the episode <laughs> i was really okay. hoping that 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 would work so we could get into like some Nitty greedy, uh, oh yeah, like really uh, talking about percent signs, yeah, and like escrow or whatever. I was literally, I mean, I figured it wouldn't work because it was good boy doing the (laughs) negotiation, but I was literally starting to figure out the math of like, okay, like working on numbers and then being like, would it be like 0.001 percent working out that kind of stuff so i was already like i was on it if you guys math and contract negotiations just what (laughs) this podcast needs that's right exactly Welcome to somewhere in the middle of the episode where we do ads and promo swaps and whatnot and who's it's. So real quick, just want to say thank you for listening this far. Bunkers and Badasses is made by Nerdvana Games. So go to their website, check it out. You can probably still get a deluxe edition that comes with miniatures, a board, a dry erase map, standees and all sorts of fun things in it. So go to nerdvanagames.com, check it out. You can support us directly on Coffee. There'll be a link in the episode description in the link tree at the very least. Huge shout out to Kyle, who does our music, as well as Shar13XIII. They also do a lot of our music, and we are so grateful to them because it is amazing. I love being able to put original music into the show. All right, that's it. There might be an ad after this and some promo swaps from other shows. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I wanted to take a little moment here in the middle of the episode and do a supporter shout out. We did a shout out for Kelsey, but we've also had other donors uh, on our coffee. And so I wanted to give a shout out there. So void shift underscore C this last week donated to our coffee when he bought the one shot for the mercenary day. Like it's available for free. And I encourage people to just take that one shot for free on our coffee. But yeah, of course, tips are very much appreciated. So thanks so much. Void shift underscore C. Thank you. Yeah. What a guy. Thanks. What a guy. This is my this is my fellow fellow mech enthusiast. I like I like that guy. He's rad. There was also a little while back the person who gave us the task box, uh, which aired in this episode that this should be airing in, Chris from Facebook, he donated just on our coffee, not bought anything, just just gave us a little tip, which was super nice. So thank you, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thank you. Matthias, thanks you. And thanks for the, <laughs> the task box, too, because that, like, that gave Tarquin some room to um, get real weird. That's two treats. Uh, and then there's also Ross, who tipped for buying the Mercenary Day one-shot which was great too. I don't know who Ross is off the top of my head. Maybe they have a different name on the Discord, but I don't know. But still, thank you, Ross. That's so nice. Cool. Thanks, Ross. And then one last thing, and I can't remember if I've said this or not on here, but Daniel gave us a really nice tip, a a real nice tip, the whole tip. Uh, (laughs) And we actually autographed his source book. He wanted us to autograph his source book. And so we like got it, signed it all, you know, as as us and our characters or whatever, and sent it off to him, which was really, really cool and quite the process because it like got lost in the mail and we had to like go through a whole process to get to get it back. And it like it went to the UK and then back to America and then back to the UK because they were like, 
we can't figure this out. They messed something up on the shipping and then sent it back to him, which I thought was so ridiculous, but so awesome. Uh, and with his donation, we've bought a couple of songs and probably get a few more songs. So like the two Phaleon songs that were in the like Phaleon arc, there's kind of a electric version from Char X I I I Char 13. And then that like music box one that played a lot during that, that Ooh, arc. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that one. I was just, both of those, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. Goosebumps. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like full on cried when I paired the music box up with like what was going on in the scene the first time. I I was like, oh, this fits so perfectly. (laughs) So thank you, Daniel, for that. And then a couple more songs to come are going to come from that as well. Cool. Woo. All right. Yeah. There you go. If you want to list, if you want to be shout out here in the middle of episodes or end of episodes, who knows when I'll do this normally, go ahead and join us somehow. Go ahead and donate to our coffee or sign up on our Spotify. Soon we'll be doing a Patreon and, and we're definitely people who donated will be sending them some sort of special thanks. But for now, there's no real reward yet, but coming soon. Yeah, we should make, we should make some stickers or something. Oh, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I'm just saying that because I need a I need a sticker for my guitar case. <laughs> <laughs> my sticker on my guitar case is Brittany and Nick's wedding sticker. Oh, I didn't I didn't get one of those. <gasps> God damn it. I grabbed several, gonna, so I could well, I mean, of course you could probably just grab one from Nick. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk. I, I gotta have a stern talking to with him. All right. Well, thank you again, supporters. Yeah, thanks. Back to the episode or ads or whatever is after this. Bye. You guys are the badasses. You're the baddest asses. <laughs> Your ass is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, y'all. We're Two Monsters Rolling Dice, an actual play tabletop roleplay podcast played in the cinematic Fate Core system with a new and original score and a cutting-edge sound design. Fully included. We're a team of real-life friends and nerds focused on collaborative storytelling, character-driven drama, and immersive original worlds. It'll be hard for you to decide who in our stable of monsters is your favorite, although, let's be honest, it's probably going to be me. Our first season, The Uncanny Valley, is set in the low fantasy world of Palmyra at the onset of its steam age. Join us on the Isle of Khan, where nothing is as it seems, and all the cowboys, humans, elves, everyone, feel the pervasive weight of an inexplicably strange feeling in the air. If you're looking for intrigue, drama, laughs, cowboy duels, dinosaurs, political conflict, mysterious supernatural phenomena, and so much more, all in the style of an old-timey radio dramedy, give us a try. Check us out at twomonstersrollingdice.com or by searching for Two Monsters Rolling Dice wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so you guys finished the negotiations. I hope that was entertaining for people to listen to. Uh, and then you go to Everfalls and you're supposed to look for Princess Consuela. Okay, I'm going to use my man about town skill that I totally have. And I'm going to negotiate with the person on the street. I mean, it's not really negotiating. You're just, you're. it's like you're asking a bunch of people and eventually somebody might know depending on how you roll. So go ahead and roll a d20. Hey, bunch of people, you know where I might find a little girl named Princess Consuela? 10, natural 10 plus 5. And do I add my talk modifier is 2? So yeah, I would say be talk. 17. 
Yeah, so you're asking a couple of people, uh, and they're like, I don't know anyone named Princess Consuela. Royalty? Come on. That's like New Albion stuff. Is she from New Albion? Those are the kind of responses you're getting. Well, we know plenty of New Albion people. The guys running Montpellier Water are from New Albion. My compatriot here is from New Albion. Come on, man. It's a big world. Or it's a small world, I guess. We're all in this together. We're all like people and elves and orcs and stuff. Who, what royalty is going to be coming up here? Also, Princess Princess Consuela is not actual royalty or anything. She's also not from New Albion, as far as you know. Well, she's royalty to me. God damn it! <laughs> I, I'm pretending I care now. <laughs> well, where did you last see her? Pretty sure she was uh, in that crater. No, she wasn't in the crater because she wasn't around after Fire Lightning held Death Dreams in the past. Oh, past. oh. The little girl that was hanging around the fire and lightning. Yeah, yeah. She was hanging around the fire. Oh, she was yeah. hanging around the fire and lightning, guys. She came shortly after it started. She came out and she wasn't hurt. And she just kind of hung around. And there was this hummingbird that would go in and out of the fire. And it wouldn't get hit by the fire and electricity. It was so amazing. It would go around and it would grab food and like bring it into there and then come out without food. And then it would come back and it'd like be holding a little bit of water in its beak and go in and then come out. I don't know what it was doing, bringing like food and water in there. And then it would hang out with that little girl until someone came and took her. (gasps) Was it the magpie man? Wait, no, he wasn't real. What kind of took? Do we mean like kindly helping or back of a van kind of situation if by van you mean portal portal plunger what kind of person did you see the person that came and took her i mean it was a woman a woman came i don't think plunger's a woman was did they have like sire did they have like tattoos were they glowing a color were they giving off a general bitchy vibe i couldn't tell i rolled to see their insight i couldn't see any sort of tattoos from I was from a distance they showed up she was yelling Phaleon good boy Papa Tarquin Mercurius and she just took her through this portal so we figured that she must have had those some people that died in the fire and the electricity and so that's how we got the names to put in the newspaper get that information out there but uh, yeah I don't know what happened to her after she went through that portal with that lady uh is the town drunk around did he see anything oh gary yeah him i mean of course gary stayed the entire time he's i don't even think they're allowed to change towns once they're established in a town and have been allocated as the town gary so yeah he was definitely around uh i'm gonna go find gary okay roll a search check wait don't i always just find gary Oh, yeah, you know where Gary is. That was a thing. (laughs) Because you usually avoid them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you find Gary. Literally go to a bar and find him. First bar you go to, which is called what? The the Spicy Raccoon. You go to the Spicy Raccoon. There's the town Gary. Blonde hair. Kind of scrawny, surprisingly. Just drinks a lot. Doesn't eat too much. And he's there at the bar. Okay. Hey, Gary. It's me, Phaleon. You probably don't know me. Oh, that's okay. I don't know lots of people. I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy. I don't know that girl. Okay, Gary. I don't know the raccoon. Let's focus. 
I need to know what happened to a little girl who was around the fire and lightning. Well, Frey Leon, I can tell you things. I can tell you lots of things. For instance, is alcohol not great? Gary, one question. I had one question. What happened to the little girl? And I have a question for you. Buy me no, Gary. Buy me beer. No, I can buy you beer. You already have a question. A... Yeah. The question is, buy me a bitter and maybe I have information. And the answer is yes. How much is a beer? Wait, first, how old is Gary? This feels like a setup. (laughs) (laughs) Well, spicy fella, you big fella, hey, big boy, huh? You big guy asking my age, huh? Gary. What? Pull it together. You make me uncomfortable. Oh, sorry. I was... I just uh, need me a beer just to, like, refresh the old noggin, if you know what I mean. Okay, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Mm, then I guess... No, no. Flaylizons? Can we just threaten to kill Gary I'm going to poke him in his side with my finger. Interact, Jack. Okay. That's a three. Always knowing where this guy is is starting to feel more like a curse than a, anything else. It's a blessing to her because then she can avoid him. Yes. <laughs> that's why she always knows where so that she can avoid. And that's how serious you're taking this mission. But you poke him in the side and it like bends your nail a little bit. Oh, and bastard. It, yeah, like it, it doesn't feel good to you. It, you. In fact, you take one point of damage. What? Is that my health? Yeah, to your health. But, okay. Because it bends it backwards. You know how when you bend the nail backwards and it like lifts off the bed just a little bit and you're like, ah, that's what happened. Okay, well now I'm mad, Gary. I should be the one that's mad because you poked me. I just can't with Gary. Like, Give me a beer and you can with Gary, if you know what I mean. Oh my God. I'm going to go to the bartender who's hopefully a little ways away. I'll just roll to see. He's not that far away, but... You know, like Gary won't know. A stool down. Okay. I'm just going to ask if he has food coloring. Oh my gosh. Roll a talk check. Oh my gosh. I'm rolling so bad today. That is eight. I don't have food colorings. I, we don't, I mean, we serve a little bit of food here, but not a lot. I don't know what you need food coloring for. Okay. Can I just have a, like a, what is it? What is that cup called? A mug? What is it called? A tankard? Can I just have it filled with water, please? Oh, you just, you want a water? But yeah. Like in a in a tankard instead of a glass cup or a yeah. plastic cup? Yes, please. That'll be one gold. <laughs> Actually, no, no, hold on. He says that'll be ten gold. What? Right, water's rare now. Oh no. Okay. All right. Fine. Sticking to it. You want that? I I mean, I have this booze that's three gold. That would make my number even. I didn't know that, but hey, that works out for you and me. No, I just need water, please, and thank you. Okay, all right. He fills up a tankard full of water. Okay, I give him the gold. Like, I throw it on the counter. Thank you kindly, madam. That's right, kids. We don't enable alcoholics on this stream. (laughs) (laughs) He says as he's literally tipping back the bottom of his cup. (laughs) <laughs> drinking the last of whatever he was drinking. 
I'm sorry. That was, uh, visual gag again. I never get used to it. Was that vodka? No, that was whiskey. Oh, okay. I was going to say it looked clear, but I couldn't tell because it was the end of it. Yeah. Okay. You've got this water cup. Okay. And then I'm just going to like, I'm sure there's dirt on the ground. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to pick up a little bit of dirt and like put it in the cup and just like shake it. Uh, roll interact. You're crafting a beer <laughs> or want it to look like a beer. Go for a craft beer. That's a one. <laughs> yeah, it's got the dirt is just full on on top. But he won't know, right? Like Gary wouldn't know. Oh, I'm sure Gary, you could convince Gary that it's extra something that makes beer good. Yeah, you'd have to do a good talk check and his insight would have to be bad. Okay. Yeah, but surely he's wasted already, so he will... He's probably going to roll like a nat 20. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go back up to Gary and go, here you go, Gary, here's your beer. Uh, I put some extra flavoring in there. Oh, oh shit, no way, I rolled a nat one. Oh, okay. <sighs> he goes, thank you so much. And he takes it and he just chugs it right down. And then he goes back to his other beer and starts sipping at his other beer. My gosh. Thank you. Hey, Gary, tell me what I need to know about the little girl or I'm going to punch you. Little girl's name, Princess Consuela. You hear that, little uh, Fizzleon? I knew the name, Fizzlers. Do you know her name and you can't get my name right? I got your name. Nope, stop. Stop. Okay. Uh, She was, she like, had this hummingbird. This hummingbird, and she called it pigeon, but she was just real dumb. It was a hummingbird. She knew that, and I pigeon knew like name. spits at him, like gets a little of his beer and spits it back out at him. Ah, uh, thanks for the smelling. I love smelling like beer. <laughs> nice bird. Oh, that's the bird. Wait, that's the bird. Yeah, I was gonna say, how how was he not just recognized? Yeah, totally recognizes it. That's cool. That's cool. I just, it's too bad that, you know, you didn't, you weren't around because that one lady came and she had that blue tattoo and she went, rah, and she wiped down into the air and made some blue portal and went through the blue portal. And Wait, looked, what blue thing? What blue, what, what did it look like? A blue portal. It was like swirling. No, no, no. That was on her. It was like a blue ring. It was like a blue ring on her hand. Like a circle. What Wait, color was it again? very familiar. It was blue. Doesn't that sound familiar? Um, a ring? No. A blue ring? If Do you want to roll an insight? Yeah. Everybody I can get... roll an insight if they want. That <laughs> one. That one. Fifteen. Nine. Fifteen? I'm like, yeah, man, I've never seen a circle before in my life. Both Tarquin and Good Boy. That sounds vaguely familiar. Blue portal, blue circle on the hand, woman. When you were in Firehaven, in the mines there, you saw the six disciples leaving, and this woman went like she was unzipping a tear in reality and made this blue portal that you couldn't see through. It was just like a blue portal. And all the all the queen's disciples walked through that portal, except for Siphon, who you then fought. And slew with great prejudice. <laughs> and nobody died. Not even a little. So that's what you two remember. And the little girl was like, No, where's... I got Phaleon and Mercurius and 
Tarquin and good boy, my friends, my Papa Tarquin, Papa Tarquin was fun to that say. That sounds really gross coming from you, Gary. Can you not? Papa Tarquin is like a balloon. You like Papa Tarquin? I don't know okay. what a Tarquin Gary. is. Yes. <laughs> yes, Frizzlies. On. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know we're not supposed to, but I really like Gary. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty fun. Gary, what like wait, I forgot my question. I forget lots of things, but not wanna roll an 18 on the insight to know what's going on. Oh. Did anyone else go in the portal? Or the blue thingy? The little girl named Princess Consuela and the lady with the tattoo, that's all. Do you know where they were going? Do you know where the portal was, Gary? Do you have I any mean- information? It was a blue portal. It was a blue portal. And the blue, 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 and I'm in need of a die, if you know what I'm saying. Why didn't Pigeon tell us? <laughs> oh, the hummingbird wasn't around. It was going and getting the foods and the waters. Oh, okay. I think I'm Gary might be rubbing off on me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gary. Gary's rubbing off on you. Oh, yeah. It's Gary, <laughs> whoa. Effect on people. Do we need anything else from Gary? Need to buy me another beer? That was a pretty good beer you gave me. Does anyone need anything from this guy? No. Okay, can I punch him now? (laughs) Yeah, roll accuracy. Oh my gosh. I probably will get a nat one, so... Yeah, I rolled a nat one. No, for real? For real. (laughs) Wow. He called it. You go to punch him, and he passes out onto the table, onto the counter, head down, and your hand goes right over, and you punch a glass and hurt your hand, and you take oh my gosh four damage as the glass breaks and the glass cuts your hand a little bit. <sighs> she only just got out of hospital. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender looks at you like, uh, you just come in here breaking glasses? dirtying up water precious water i don't like what you're doing here okay sorry i'll leave i'm i mean you should pay for the glass too no it was an accident oh okay okay bye wait no pay for the glass (laughs) and you guys leave (laughs) all right so now you have information on her not really i was gonna say yeah what actual (laughs) what actual fact did we get she went through a portal we know that one of the siren disciple ladies took her through a portal. Was it Nettie? Wasn't Nettie. It wasn't Nettie because Nettie didn't make the portals. It was the other one. Yeah, you don't know her name. Well, that's that's shit. That is quite shit because we rescued her from the sirens and now they've got her back. I feel like that's yeah. kind of a bit of a waste on our part. Like all that trouble we went to rescue her kind of came to nothing. Like most of the missions that we do, in fact. <laughs> God damn it. Matthias has really got to me, guys. <laughs> Uh, he did have a point. No, he doesn't. We got this. We can find her. I don't know how. Can it? Can we? Is there anyone who makes portals? Like, what, I don't even know. Why don't we go to the portalatorium and <laughs> get some? Uh, I mean, your mission was to get information on where she went, not necessarily to get her back. And we have that. Two hundred gold, please, Randy. You kind of have information, right? You have information on what happened to her. Yeah. Yep. So we ring Randy right away. Maybe Randy can help with this situation. I mean, maybe there's a way to track portals 
Mm. I don't know. Would it leave like like a ghost trail in space time or whatever? Like a hyperspace? What? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Spectrometer. We need to bring the spectrometer over here. Yeah, what that guy said. I'm curious. You and I both have bionic eyes. Like, are they not good for stuff? Like, can we not just like spot things with our bionic eyes? Traces of magic. Yeah. Let's call Randy. <laughs> <laughs> so you call Randy. Boop, 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 boop. Hello, you've reached Randy. This isn't voicemail. That's just how I answer the phone. Answer the echo stone. Uh, listen, Randy, we have a lead. We know that Princess Consuela may, um, she well was apparently, according to the town drunk. <laughs> oh, fuck. That sounds terrible. Just call him Gary. According to Gary, a trusted top resource informant of ours, Gary, the Siren Disciples have Princess Consuela. Oh, Gary, the town drunk. Okay, that's actually really <laughs> helpful. Gary's our well, position. Don't call him that. <laughs> you gotta call him our trusted informant, please. Hey, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a town drunk. Every town has a Gary for a reason. They're a network. It's a network of Garys. Yeah. Yeah. There's no shame in it, you guys. <laughs> like, but if you're not a Gary, then that's where the shame comes in. That's shameful. That's actually really helpful because I could reach out to other Garys and see what's happening. See if they see anything. W- what information did they give? It was a lady with blue tattoos, a circle. Like a circle on her hand. Right. And she made she made a portal. She can make a portal. And she did that. And then took Princess Consuela through the portal. Well, that's not good. Not ideal. Not my first choice. But it sounds like she was alive. They would have just killed her there if they were gonna kill her. Yeah. Right? Silver linings, everybody. Let's go. That's two hundred quid each, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That then that'll be good. Two hundred gold. Uh, three of you get the 200 gold, not Mercurius. Easiest money you guys have ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give half of mine. I'm going to give 100 to Mercurius. Oh, oh well, bro, you don't have to do that. It's all right. I've got it's enough my... money already. <laughs> oh, you're so nice. I did a tiny amount of the legwork that amounted to not much, because I think most of our good information came from Gary. You're welcome. So glad that I could find him. I, for one, think we should pull Gary on full time with the friend and foe adventure co team. You could replace <laughs> Matthias. There you go. Oh, wow. You hate Matthias that much. <laughs> Imagine because every town has a Gary. What if there was just a team that's four Garys? <laughs> oh, my God. They'd be unstoppable <laughs> and unstartable. <laughs> <laughs> you guys finish that. Are you starting to head up to Montpellier to mount your attack, your invasion of it? I suppose we might as well. I know we didn't, but can we pretend that we arranged some sort of signal with Matthias? Like, they will signal or something, like, so that we know when Bastion's dudes have fought Matthias, etc. Yeah, actually, that's why I was asking, was because on your Echo Stones, you get a call from Matthias. Shotgun, shotgun, not, shotgun, not answering. Not me. Bailey, Bailey, on answer and just go. How did you get this number? Send him to voicemail. Okay, should we all roll a d twenty and loser has to answer it? Okay, fine. 
Oh no, that's gonna be me. <laughs> I got a six. I rolled a twelve for you. I rolled a five. Well, you're off the hook, Kimmy, because I rolled a natural one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I answer it. I I told you just leave it outside. Why are you calling me? I told you just leave it outside. We leave it outside. We yeah, you heard me. The intel, I guess. Like, do you want us to like write it down and just leave it outside of the place? I could just tell it to you right now. Um, I mean, yeah. Since you called, I guess might as well. Okay, so there's these five buildings. There's a bunch of drills around. They move really, really slow. Uh, we've seen a couple of different types of mages go in, but I don't know that they're actually mages. They're wearing these, like, it seems like some sort of technology thing. I don't really know, uh, but it seems like the middle building is probably where... I, I wonder if they'll keep us there when we go get ourselves captured, uh, which we're going to go do, like, right after I hang up here. Are you, are you guys ready? Uh, I think so. Are we ready, guys? Yeah? Yeah, I think yeah. we're ready. Yeah. I also saw... Some other guy, he seemed more like in charge and he was wearing a wizard's hat, but it was kind of technological, some sciencey type thing, metal. It was like a metal hat with lights and antennae and stuff. It was weird. He seemed like he was like in charge of some people. He looked like a sorcerer, but instead of one of those dumb pointy hats, it was like a dumb pointy hat that was metallic. I can't tell what any of that is, though. All right. That's good to know. One last question. Uh-huh. Who is this? This is this is Matthias, remember? Friend and foe adventure co? Uh... Be ye friend or be ye foe. Your gold is good at adventure co. Oh, yeah, the jingle. I know the jingle. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that place, we both work for... Hmm. Not ringing a bell. Did everyone else hear what we said? Uh, oh, yeah, you've been on speakerphone this whole time. Okay, okay, good. All right. Well, we're going in. You guys got our backs, right? You're going to come save us in a little bit. Sorry, I'm in Speakerstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, Speakerstone. Right. Thank goodness, because otherwise I don't trust that anyone would know what was going on. I mean, I guess. You still haven't said who you are. Matthias. Oh, that's it's right. It's Dave Matthews. Why didn't you just say that to begin with? Jeez. It should say it on, like, your little caller ID. It just says, do not answer. Oh, no. That's hurtful. Thanks for answering, but that's hurtful. <sighs> yeah, I don't... Honestly, now, I don't know why I answered. Well, I'm glad you did. All right, we're... It, we've got people approaching us now, so I, we gotta go. We gotta go. But you gotta co- go too, so we'll see you later today, right? Uh, yeah, probably. See what else what else comes up. Okay, perfect. All right, see you soon. Okay, bye. Love you. <sighs> you hear that sigh, and then hangs up. You guys head off up north. You're heading to Montpellier. Uh, what time of day is it that you guys are gonna start your attack? I think the evening shift change. Just as the day shift is stopping and the night shift are coming on. There you guys are in front of the water, making facility in front of the lake, silhouettes behind you. You're ready to take on this Montpellier facility. Let's ice these fuckers.
Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep up with all that we're up to, you can follow us and interact with us on social media at FF Adventure Co. or join our Discord, which you can find in our link tree in the episode description. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever else you can review. Stitcher, is that still a thing? I don't know. No, Stitcher literally just shut down like a week or two ago from when okay, this Okay, so not, not Stitcher. Yeah, if you're still on Stitcher... Awkward. You can help spread the word of the podcast. Word of mouth is an excellent way to help us out. So, I don't know how you do that. Talk about it at parties. Tell strangers loudly announce on public transportation what you're listening to all of those are awesome ways to show some love and support for the show but you can also donate cash money money to us did you know that because i didn't know that until kelsey subscribed to our podcast on on our uh, spotify for podcasters or is that where yeah right like so on spotify i think you can just do like a here's a monthly donation and this is the first time that I'm telling the crew that. So I don't know if this is the first time you've heard that, but we're getting paid monthly by Kelsey. Wow. That's, we're rich. This is like our job now? Full time. Quit. Everybody quit. Bye-bye, <laughs> <laughs> day job. I never liked you anyway. No bennies or anything, though. So like, you know, healthcare. if you get sick, uh, we'll just replace you on the podcast. Yeah. But if you want us to be able to get health care, then you can go to Spotify for podcasters and donate. And we are going to start a Patreon eventually. And if you do donate, then we will hook you up with some of those Patreon exclusives, maybe even early before we start the Patreon. Ooh. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Kelsey. It was Kelsey, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. We gave we gave her shit for not knowing what Borderlands was. Uh, all right our next episode should be out september 26th thanks for listening badasses and until next time you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it a badass vault hunter oh wait that's a little bon jovi isn't it the way this guy says blue 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 blue, blue. blue. <laughs> wow the hallabaloo <laughs>